morning, good afternoon, and good night, and welcome to the Amateur Otaku Podcast. How's everybody doing out there? My name is Brandon Alvarado, the Scarlet Fan here. I am very excited to talk anime with you guys, and as usual, I'm accompanied by the one, the only, the beater, Isaac Wolf. What's up, man? Hey, I shaved recently. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Um, considering that you're one of those people that grows beards increasingly fast, am I assuming that as soon as you finished two days later, you were back to where you were? No, but uh, it's a lot of beer in two days, yeah. <laughs> but then again, I'm from Sweden, so. Yeah, that sounds like it's, it's, it's normal. If you don't have a beard, you probably don't have... On her hundred percent Swedish heritage, huh? Yeah, and uh, and my uh, my grandpa, may he rest in peace, and dad has always uh, had a habit of growing hair, right? Like racism. Hairy beards, and that is today's topic at the amateur otaku: hairy beards. So. <laughs> Ladies and gents, we have a great episode for you guys planned, um, and we're going to be covering one of my favorite animes of all time, and one of the more popular animes that's been out for the last eight years. Um, the visual novel that inspired it um, has been around for like 10 years, and this anime is none other than Sword Art Online. I'm very excited to talk about this, Isaac. Are you excited? Dot, 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 dot. Wow, this is going to be a very interesting conversation. So I'm very excited to talk Sword Art. Um, I finally got Isaac to go ahead and watch it. Um, and in, 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 in the spirit of getting ready for the final season of what, it is, of what is the main storyline of Sword Art, which is um, Sword Art Online, Elicitation, War of the Underworld, which the last season premieres in July... We have decided here at the Amateur Taku to cover the entire series, arc per arc. So we're going to start with this episode, um, and we're going to talk about the Aincrad arc, which is the first 14 episodes of the anime. We will not be covering the manga, since we have not read it, but we have seen the anime. The anime is available at most any streaming service. If you have animation, the entire series is there, including with the spinoffs. If you if you have Netflix, it is on Netflix. The first two series, series one and two, um, we're going to cover series one, episode one to fourteen, which covers the Ironcrad arc and the first big arc of Sword Art Online, which gives the name to the series. Um, I said we could get right to it, Isaac. I'm going to read a quick summary and we start talking some Sword Art. Sounds good. Yes. Awesome. So. Here is a quick summary of what Sword Art Online is about. In the year 2022, the world of massive multiplayer role-playing video games, or MMORPGs, reaches new heights with the creation of the Nerf Gear, a virtual reality helmet console that allows gamers to become fully immersed into the virtual world of their choosing. With the arrival of this revolutionary technology comes virtual MMO Sword Art Online, a world where your might and skills with a sword separates the strong from the weak. 
enters Kasuto Kirito Kirigaya as one of the lucky 10,000 players to be able to get their hands on a Nerf Gear and SAO. His sense of wonder and amazement are cut short when players begin to find out that the game does not have a logout button. It is then revealed that the game's creator, Akihiko Kaiba, designed Sword Art Online to be a game where death is real, and the only means of escape is either by dying in the game, which kills you in real life, or clearing all 100 floors of the game. It is in the midst of panic and madness that ensues that Kirito takes the creator's words at heart and sets out to become as strong as he can be to not only survive, but beat this death game. If you die in the game, you die in real life. Does that make you what you, does that make what you live in this virtual world real and meaningful? Do emotions and experiences transcend the planes, different planes of existence? This is Sword Art Online. Series one, Ayncrat Irk. Okay. Let's jump into this. Isaac, I discovered Sword Art Online just flipping through Netflix one day. Um, I was looking for something to watch, and I flipped it. I started watching it, um, and I just fell in love with the story, with the idea, with the concepts. Uh, and, I, and I really enjoyed the characters, um, especially the character Kirito is one of my favorite leading characters that I've been in anime, even though he tends to be very simple. But just his honor system, his morals, and all that stuff. Um, so I really like the characters, I really like this world, and it has become one of my favorite animes. Now, you have been in the anime world, state of mind, universe, a lot longer than I have, or at least have been exposed to a lot of other things. Um, you've noticed Sword Online probably since it came out. Um, yeah. why, why haven't you seen it till now? Is it just not your kind of show? Do you just have other things that interest you? Um, what did you think when you first saw it? Uh, I haven't seen it yet because there's so many more animes that have been more, uh, much more interesting, uh, so to speak. So now that you've seen it, what do you think of it? Uh, oh boy. Let me put, uh, put it like this. Uh, let, uh, let me put it like this. If I want to watch a series about uh, someone get, uh, being in an MM MMORPG uh, or someone being stuck, I, I'd rather watch Log Horizon or, or, or Overlord uh, Season 1 or 2. Season 1 3 sucks, but Season 3 or Overlord sucks, but that's besides the point. I'm glad that you enjoyed uh, this series. I'm glad that you uh, like Kirito. But boy, is, does this show go on my nerve? Why does it get what? Why does it get on your nerves? Now we're talking. We're talking about just the first series. Yeah, so, I'm so. talking about the first series. Okay, why does it get on your nerves? I want to. I want to hear everything you got before we jump into this. First of all, Kirito is extremely boring because uh, it's. He seems uh, like he's the he's the equivalent of a uh, Gary Sue with no personality whatsoever, and the fact that uh, he can swoon chicks 
Yeah, after just one day or one evening is just comes off as uh, how should I put it? It comes off as some uh, fan fi- uh, some so uh, a guy writing uh, a fanfic uh, of him inserting himself uh, where. He, where he wished that every girl was uh, loving him as soon as they saw him, with the exception of uh, of uh, what's her name? Uh, Asuna. Uh, Asuna, which honestly should have been the main uh, main lead. They could have instead of uh, Kirito. Kirito could just have been an. Uh, could just have uh, been a side character for uh, for my liking, and because the biggest, pro- uh, my biggest, uh, the one that uh, threw me out of the line and me just is he is just a Gary Stu, is when he just all of a sudden could pr- uh, knew how to go into this program's netcode. To save their virtual uh, adoptive child, like it was nothing, like it knew instantly what uh, how she uh, how he uh, would do it, how she uh, he would do it, and all that jazz, and just <sighs> the only time I was sort of interested, interested. Where when Kirito and Asuna had their slice of life moments together, because I will admit they were kind of cute together. But they, when they were all on the, uh, and when he was alone and they were ho- the whole sort out online thing uh, aspect, I was just bored because I knew he, uh, I just. Uh, he, I knew he wouldn't really have any problem because he always has some. He he had some trump card pulling out of his ass, and uh, that he for for some dumb reason didn't show or suddenly come up with, and it just. Uh, it was just, yeah. That's about it. You have very strong feelings against Kirito. Yeah. For some reason, I feel that we're talking about that kid from from Alita for a minute. Like, it's he is badly. Re- uh, his problem was that he uh, has an idiot as a uh, horrible actor. This uh, character is just lousy written. Uh, 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 <laughs> I correct myself. He's supposed to be uh, different in the uh, original source material that they have apparently changed him up a bit in anime. So I don't know how he is in the original source material. I'm uh, just that make I'm making that abundantly clear. They have mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, if if I'm not uh, I've heard to write he sort of be more upbeat and and uh, just. Uh, and all that, yes, and he just, uh, oh, I'm so edgy because I should be alone. 
and because otherwise people will die and for the love of God. But the, but, the, but here's the thing, though. He he's he, he's just Sasuke without the, uh, without the constantly <laughs> talking about his brother. Well, to be fair, that is not a bad comparison. But but that but here's the thing. That's that's to me, and now it's my turn. Okay, now it's my turn to defend my show. Damn it. Um, to me, that's part of what makes that character interesting because the thing about Kirito is not, yes, he is, I can see why you consider him like a Gary Sue that pretty much he always has an answer for everything. He's a goody goody. He's like a plain character with no dimensions. Like I, I, I can see that. I can see where you're coming from with all that, but one of the things that you can see between the lines on episodes as you learn more from him is that in the real world, he's a loner. He's a guy that's stuck in his room playing with computers. That he's made that decision since he was a very young kid. I mean, he's 14 when he gets trapped on SAO. So we can assume that from the age of 10 or 11, he has immersed himself in computer systems and everything. So he is a brilliant computer kid. Like he's not just a gamer. And you see that a lot more apparent in later seasons because he is studying to become someone that works with computers and virtual realities and stuff like that. So, yeah, so that's, he, it, uh, that, that's not uh, that's well, abundantly clear. Right. So, so that explains the what he does to save Yui. It is in his background. It's not something that he's yeah, pulling out of his uh, ass. Even, it's is pulling it out of his ass because he doesn't know the netcode or how the, the whole program works. He just he doesn't even have to read read through the netcode or a program. Well, keep in mind the other big thing is, is that Kirito probably saw some of the netcode and stuff like that before because remember he was a beta tester. He got his hand on Sword Art that, before every before it was released. That's just assumptions, buddy. No, 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 no. I know, but he actually says that he's a beta tester. That's yeah, official. That's, uh, that's still just assumptions that he would have You're seen right. something. So, You're right. uh, it is an assumption. It is an assumption. But based on what we know of the character, it's, it can be considered a valid assumption. You know what I mean? Like, look at it this way. If it was Asuna saving Yui, that would make no sense. Because Asuna is just a girl in the world that put on a helmet. That's it. You know what I mean? But Kirito, with the background that he has, it makes some sense. I, I get that it kind of comes out of nowhere. But it kind of does make sense. Which, 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 yeah. when, which when you go into, the, into later seasons and the way he interacts with the virtual world, like when, when things become more technical, he knows what he's doing. So it's not something that necessarily comes out of nowhere but i but I, but i can get i could understand why that's a gripe and it makes sense although uh, i will say this though mm -hmm. it's my biggest uh, you know what i like uh you know that i like to write stories of my own and you know uh, mm -hmm. you know what uh, what's the, uh, one of the most important for me when it comes to storytelling in terms of characters Go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, uh, 
it's uh, not uh, its character development, but there's also relationship development. Right. It's, uh, you go. Uh, you have a logical from A to B. How how uh, the character is between the other, and that's mm-hmm. why it's so annoying about the whole. Oh, he's so dreamy. Well, 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 that's the thing, though, and, and I'm gonna say something about that. I agree with you that there is a lot of it. I agree with you. There's a lot of it, but keep in mind. And here's me being an idiot writer so bear with me what makes kirito interesting from other male characters in this world you mean female characters that just want to no 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 no. no, no, no. from other male characters in the world not females what makes them different from a lot of male characters in this world and and that is something that asuna says um before they go back to the front lines towards the end of the Antrite arc is that everyone in this game, at least, like, like I'm going to say this from Asuna's words, every person that she met, including herself, was simply someone trying to become stronger to beat the game. And it was someone that would just be either ultra macho or ultra serious or like, you know what I mean? Like, a, 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 it was always someone that was a facade of a person. It was someone like playing a persona, you know what I mean? Because they have to play a role in this virtual world, right? They never see it coming. Yeah. Um, live surprise. Okay. Um, so, so <laughs> we're probably going to get sued now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, what made Kirito interesting to her is that Kirito was only himself. Yeah, but... What? They... No, no. What? Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. What you see is what you get. And when you look at the reasons of why he assumes the attitude that he does, it does make some sense. Because look at it this way. Apart from the fact that he is separated from his family, which he doesn't like he's a he's a kid that was adopted by a family. He he recently found out that he wasn't part of the family. So he feels ostracized in his own home. He finds a sense of belonging in the virtual world because he's completely detached from anything in the real, right? So he finds this world that he feels at home. He becomes pretty good at it. He's shy. He kind of starts making friends. And suddenly he discovers, hey, you're in a world where if you die, you die in real life. So now he's like, holy crap. I just have to focus on being strong. But I can probably help others. But they're going to put me in jeopardy. So, and I'm going to put them in jeopardy. So I'm going to stay on by myself. So he starts going by himself. And then every time that he tries to open himself up with other people, because, because here's the thing. Remember, in this world, if people know you have something, they're going to try and take it away from you. And that can mean that people are going to try and kill you. And if people try and kill you, you're going to have to kill them to survive. Which is a big deal. So that's why he doesn't say what he has. He doesn't say what level he is because he doesn't want to draw too much attention to himself. And when he talks to, for example, the the Mooncats Guild or the guild that got killed because of him, he didn't tell them her, their, his level because he was going to draw too much attention to him. So, but then he finds it and then people die because of him. So this is someone 
that people are dead because of him because he's made bad choices. But he's still, but he is still living the best he can in this virtual world, which nobody else besides him is doing. That's why people consider him arrogant and stupid. But then when they see that it's not a mask that he's wearing, that he's it's not a character that he's playing, that he's just that person because he values life and he values people. That's why the girls find that interesting. But what I like about that, that's one thing. Now, what I like about his interaction with the girls is that he's an idiot kid yeah. that that is oblivious to that. And that uh, that uh, cliche is so overused, and so it's yes, I agree on my nerve, and and I agree. Sorry. No, no, and I agree with you, and I agree with you, and I agree with you hundred percent, but. It actually works the fact that it, I disagree. No, let I me finish. Disagree. Let me finish my thought. It actually works for me because when it gets to him being with Asuna, he snaps out of it. Yeah, Asuna and uh, Kirito's no. relationship is the. Uh, uh, I can't believe that, but the, the other parts. Uh, oh. Well, well, keep in mind. Look. A lot of a lot of girls find him dreamy or what, but the only but out of all the girls that kind of notice him interesting, only one of them really falls for him. Only one of them, which is Lisbeth. That's it. And, and as soon as still unnatural. Well, look at it this way: she wants adventure. She wants someone she can do adventure with. It's a typical, it's a typical, bad, rom com line, but it happens. But keep in mind, isn't it fair to say that even though they cliche that Lisbeth thing, they actually do what no other movie would do. They actually nip it in the bud and treat it in a mature, realistic way. Because they acknowledge her feelings. He recognizes that she's falling for him, but they deal it like they they resolve it as a real thing. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not uh, something because it feels more like he was oblivious and he only knew that something was wrong. Sorry, buddy, but I have to disagree you on that. Part. No, 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 no. He finds out that the, that she has feelings for him. That's what happens at the end. And pre- he pretty much tells him that he was Asuna. That's what happens at the end. Maybe which I, is uh, which is why which is why Lisbeth says, which is why Lisbeth says, then do this for me. I'll be okay. Just make sure that I'm your blacksmith of preference. And he said yes. We're not going to agree. It's okay. (laughs) I will say this, though. This arc is not the arc that I hated the most. Okay, we're going to get there. We've got a couple of episodes to go. Now, I know how you feel now. I know how People, you feel about. If you want a better, uh, um, better uh, series about this, watch Log Horizon or give it, or um, uh, or uh, uh, watch uh, Log Horizon, um, uh, Log Horizon, um, uh, Overlord or Hacks and uh, Dot Hack Sign. 
You will able to thank me later. I'm I'm still gonna love Sword Art Man because here's the thing though. So these other shows that you're talking about talk about Sword Art, talk about the idea of dying in the virtual and, and being alive, being dying in the real world. That's the same thing. Pretty much. Okay. There's sort of there's some difference. Okay. Well, the, it's a uh, it, it has the whole stuck in uh, virtual reality. Okay, but is there death involved in the real? Because here's the thing. What makes Sword Art for me very interesting is the idea of death in the real. The idea of of the exploration of being that you're stuck in virtual, are you going to yeah. stop living? Are you going to stop living? And if of them actually uh, them living this life and leaving the best life that they can in the midst of all this. That's what I like about it. That, that's And the way they explore that, the way they explore murder, the way they explore going through the rules and going around it, I, I find the show to be very creative with the premise that they have. Also, another thing, but this might be just a nitpick for mm-hmm. me, but as someone that has friends that plays MMORPGs like that, mm-hmm. uh, a series that uh, only has uh, swords as a weapons would not be as uh, drawn so many people as they in the no, uh, see that's an incorrect notion because here's the thing what draws the people it's not sword art what draws the people is the idea of it being a virtual multiplayer role playing game Sword Art is just the only game available when this technology comes out. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's the, and that's the thing though. So you got to think, like, for me to enjoy this in series is you have to sing, you have to get into the world. Like, is the thought of this new technology came out? This renowned creator came up with this idea that's crazy. Okay, okay, I will, I will give you that. I will give you that. You know what I mean? So from that point of view, and then you see everything that happens, that's the, that whole through of watching Kirito from I'm in a place that I like to I'm scared for my life. And then he tries to be, and then he literally sets out to become the strongest that he can be. He gets to be the strongest player in the game because he's the one that's able to beat the game to save people. But to believe that you were you got into a game just to play. Because you hate your life right now, or you don't understand what's going on with your life. And then you find out that you're in a game where you have to fight for your life. And you start valuing what you left behind because of where you're at right now. I mean, the idea of understanding your own mortality at that young an age. You know what I mean? And and not only that, it's the exploration of of human psychology, like one of the things that they explore in the show is even though there's a virtual world, there's murderers. There's people that thrive in killing people and stealing their stuff. There's people plotting things. Like, the idea of evil is there. And and, and I like how the whole thing about what Akahiko Kaiba did with Sword Art is that he just created a world, but the players brought humanity into the world. 
You know what I mean? And the way that this young kid learns about evil and humanity is while trying to survive in this world. He sees the worst things of humanity in this world because of the game, which is the whole thing that, to me, I find interesting. That you'd rare that you don't see in a lot of shows, and that's what I like it. There's just all these factors that, to me, I find so interesting. And of course, the action—you can't deny the action on the show is pretty good. Nah, I have seen so many, uh, so much better uh, fights. I have seen so many better choreographic for this, for this, for this, for this year, for that year that it came out. I don't know exactly what year, but... Uh, 2012. I don't keep in track in what uh, every year. No, no, because, because, for example, because you got to keep in mind also, this is 2012. So this is where most animes are mixing a lot of CG and animation, but it's mostly... All ha- it's mostly... It's, 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 it's still pretty good. Like, for example, the, the, the fighting in Sword Art Online Alicization, it's worlds better. And the fighting... Isn't it A1 Pictures that makes... Yes. A1 Pictures, yes. And, like, an Aniplex is doing it, too. So, so like, for example, the, the fighting that you see in Sword Art Online Series 2 is a lot better than the first one. Like, in the Phantom Bullet arc, the fighting there is pretty awesome. Oh, don't get me started on that one. Well, keep in mind, I'm not talking about what you don't like. I'm talking about the fighting. The action is pretty good on that one. Yeah, no matter that, how you feel. That action was boring. Maybe it's because I didn't like the characters. I don't know, but... I don't know. That's were... not, that, that, that sounds like probably why it was. <laughs> Argu- so, uh, many people argue that well, if you don't like the characters, the fighting ends up as just white noise, which why many people call the Transformers movie such a piece of shit. Yes, that that sounds that sounds about right. So I appreciate you putting yourself through hell to watch Sword Art with me. <laughs> I'm uh, looking for uh, looking through what came uh, out in 2012. I can already tell you some some uh, series that made far better uh, fight scenes: Fairy Tale, Toriko. Uh, let's uh, let's see here. Um, what, what where was it? Uh, I can't say. Oh, Gintama had better fight scenes than that one. And I can't, I can't find uh, any. Uh, I would argue even JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, the JoJo's Pinocchio <laughs> uh, uh, book. And... Yeah. So you don't like sword art? It's okay. I still love it. <laughs> no, uh, not liking sword art is an understatement. <laughs> Although so, if uh, they did a slice of life uh, crossover, it was a spin-off with uh, Kirito and uh, Asuna, I might uh, watch it because that was the only only well, time that, that uh, only time the series was uh, interesting. And it's uh, and it's sad when the whole idea of uh, being struck in the virtual uh, Virtual reality is the most boring aspect for you. Oh, hey, 
we found a show that we really don't agree on, so that's totally fine. Now, how about we do, so those are your feelings. Those are my feelings. How about we do a full re- a recap quick of this of the arc, um, and then we wrap this up. Sounds good? Yeah. Cool. So Kirito jumps into, puts a nerve gear on, gets trapped in Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online is a death game. So if you die in the real life, you die, you die in the virtual world, die in real life. So I like, I like the idea that he becomes ostracized because he's found out to be a beta tester. So that he kind of knew um, the, the basics of the game and some of the floors of the game before anybody else. And the fact that this is a life or death game, um, it makes you think like you can you can understand why other players felt angry against those um, beta testers or beaters, like they tell them, or or beaters, like he tells himself. Um, it's interesting how they they mix all the all this terminology of the gaming world um, into real life stakes with everything that's going on. So I, I like how they mix all those things and how those things, how we, for example, we play a game with other people and we find people that cheat or lag or do stuff like that and we get upset with them. But I like how in the in the in the in this world, in the show, they they raise the stakes to the point where people get upset not because people are cheating or whatever. But because it's their lives that they're fighting for, you know what I mean. So, so I do like that idea, and I like the turn of the character of Kirito, how he's he decides to take the hate from everybody, just because somebody has to take the blame. And if someone's gonna take the blame, he'd rather take it and be considered nobody, because that protects people, that protects him, because people will not want to be with him. And that protects other people because he's going to try and do things that other people can't. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I like the show. I liked, I liked the, the the way that he is the first one doing dual swords. Which for me, as a gamer, to me that's pretty awesome because that's what I. That's one of the things that where my life as an anime lover and a gamer came together because I play a lot of Final Fantasy, right? And, and dual swords is one of those techniques in Final Fantasy that is super powerful, super OP, but only certain job types have it. And like in one of my favorite Final Fantasy games is Final Fantasy Tactics. One of the things that you want to develop quickly is you want to raise your thief's level and you want to raise your knight's level. Because when you raise those two, you get the ninja job title. And the ninja job title is the only one that has the ability two swords, which allows you to use two swords. So the whole thing of him leveling up to the point that one day he finds it on his menu that he actually acquired the skill, it sounds perfectly reasonable because they're in a video game. So the fact that when he actually did that for the first time and he used those two swords at the same time and everybody went like, what? And then I went, what? To me, that's one of the most memorable memorable portions of the... That's my favorite boss battle or fight sequence when they fight the glaze eyes. 
Um, but apparently, I'm going to assume that that moment was meh to you, right? Uh, I, f- uh, I checked uh, my animal list on on uh, if there was any form, because yeah, I will just mention that for what it's worth, I think the uh, the voice acting was fine. I'm not going to that's something positive I should you say watched about it. This. You watched it dubbed or subbed? I watched it both. Okay. I always do both if I can. But here is something uh, that people, uh, someone write, wrote about Kirito that essentially uh, sums up what I th- uh, feels about him. Uh, I have barely touched on Kirito's personality. Well, blame the show, not me. Should at least uh, be willing to meet me halfway. We know uh, very little about him, other than being in Winchinball and ex- acceptability good with the ladies. Essentially, he's the manly man on the planet. That's pretty much all he is. Even his dialogue ends up pretty bland. There's no witty insights, no clever jokes, no skill for world, world games. Most of his dialogue consists of saying that the world is a virtual one, explaining game mechanics, wish to save uh, everyone or lo- of, uh, loving someone forever. That sort of stuff you expect for a cardboard cutout hero in a situation like this. It can be Facebook worthy experience to witness girl after girl falling for Kirito like nothing. Often the same day they meet him, the show endlessly drills into the viewer that he is the sexiest man in a line for some reason. Yet the rescuing people uh, can give you your point. Give you points in their eyes, but come on now. I can only assume there's a hidden man in that, and his black jacket comes with a plus, plus 999 boost. As far as his invincibility goes, the win streaks by itself isn't the biggest problem. The problem is that he always break, uh, wins uh, through brute force, that is to say, his character skills and stats. There's no tactics worth mention, no psychology, no politics, no thinking whatsoever. We'll just go after and pull off his generic action hero stunts. Sure, developing the skills and statements have required some tactical thinking. Maybe he has optimized his skill tree or has amazing grinding stats. In theory, we, sh- uh, we see no hints of that. It all happened off-screen and off-screen. Doesn't count. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. To add insult to engineer, some of Kirsten's abilities are completely forgotten later on. I'm sure uh, that health recovery thing uh, would have come in handy in any number of times. And uh, even his skill art and stats aren't enough, he's saved by plot armor at the last second. It's only a mockery of MMOs in the sense that Kirtos is able to sue the raid bosses. And he is able to attain level higher than anyone despite playing solo, supposedly because he doesn't have to split the XP- EXP. His most unique ability is revealed to be drumroll dual wielding, which nobody else is allowed to do in this game. This doesn't sound like any MMO I know of. There was the Emperor to portray a player with Godmon cheats on. I'm seriously thinking that the show would have been a lot more tolerable if Kirito alone had been replaced with, by one of the side characters. Still wouldn't have been a masterpiece or anything. At least the Gary Stu accusation could have been avoided. That sums up my feelings of Kirito. Pretty mad. Uh, pretty good. I appreciate you sharing. I still love the show, and I still love the character. <laughs> that sounds of my feelings about him 100% yeah I, I don't know I still love the character I can't I can't I'm I, sorry I, about it but no you're fine you're fine you don't have to apologize you are allowed to your feelings 
of hatred and disagreement. And I am allowed to love my Gary Sues. It's okay. It's one thing is quite hard for me to say, though. I don't know what I... Uh, if someone would say, you have to watch Evangelion or Sword Art again. I would almost say Evangelion, because that is at least shorter. Well, the thing is... No, they're the and same you, length. They're the same length, bro. At least the first series. They're the I'm, same length. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the show as a whole, because... Uh, we have so many other yeah. other arcs going through and all. Yeah. And you know how much I well, that's uh, don't thing. like. Yeah. I mean, I love Evangelion. So, see, that's another one we will never agree on. I love the series, hate the movie. So. You love that movie. Uh, don't deny hell it. no. Hail to the no. So. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. Okay. So, hey. Hey. It's okay. You hate Sword Art. It's totally fine. I love it. I'm sorry, uh, dude. I'm sorry, dude. You don't have to apologize. No, stop apologizing. You do not have to apologize. I get all the critiques are valid. I just, I'm just able to appreciate beyond those critiques. I am able to see where the character works for me. So yeah, and it I is what it is. To see that. Yeah. So it's like it's like anything. It's like anything. Everybody. It's like it's like when you watch the Evangelion show and then watch this movie, people want to accept the movie as I mean the creator says the movie is the correct ending, and I tell the creator to. I'm not gonna say it because this is a clean show, but I tell him to go ahead and put that movie where the sun don't shine because the series ending is a lot better, but that's a different story, different anime, different take. Um, so I'm really surprised about the dual wielding thing because the thing is this: they explain it in the show, like Akihiko says that that is that ability is giving to the to the character with the highest dexterity. So that means that if there was a if there was highest dexterity reaction time, if there was another character that would trained as much as he trained, yeah. he would have gotten the, he would have gotten the skill as well. Yeah, that's that's off that's all. Screen, that's, off screen, off screen, off screen. Forget the skill. That's. Well, keep in mind, though, what other abilities can you give when there's no magic? That's the other thing. There's no magic in this game. So any ultra-power skilled has to be weapon-related. And what's stronger skill than wielding two swords in a world when you can only wield one? Yeah. You're doubling your attack uh, I'm not arguing that there shouldn't be a dual sword wielding. I'm just... No, no, no. No, but here's the thing. The 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 person in that in the argument is belittling the idea of dual wielding being one of the strongest abilities, and I'm like, in most MMORPGs, there's magic, there's other things that you can do to boost your attack power. This world does have no magic, so dual wielding is the top. Well, because even in the games that have magic involved, dual wielding is still one of the strongest sword techniques. And after that is Zoro level, where you have put another third sword in your in your mouth, and then you have triple wielding. Damn it! So you're, uh, so characters essentially be Zoro from One Piece. There you go. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty confident Zoro evolved from Sword Art Online. He became more. Dict- <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not gonna say that. That's an insult. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but yes, I mean. It's like it's like 
this is one of those shows that I get why people criticize it, comparing it to other things. But this show also is very unique in a lot of the ways and is very unique in the decisions that they make and why they make them. Like a lot of the decisions that they make for the show make sense within the logic of the show's world. But when you compare them with other shows and other things, they might not be the best chance, but they may not be the best direct comparisons. But I love Sword Art Online. And I'm I glad think, that you do. <laughs> I, think you guys go, I think you guys should go should watch it or give it a chance. I always say, if you can get through the first arc, which is this one, which is the Aincrad, um, there's multiple arcs in the entirety of the series. Um, right now, there are in almost 100 episodes. Um, you have the Aincrad arc, which is the first one that we covered today. You have the Fairies Dance arc, which is Series 1, Episode 15 to 25. After that, you have Series 2. If you're able to get through the first 10 episodes of Season 1, of Series 1, and you enjoy it, keep watching it. It, all, it only gets better from there. And Isaac might disagree. <laughs> uh, yeah, comes. Considering the, the second arc was uh, almost killed uh, the anime. Um, I, 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 I truly, I, I really enjoy the show, and I love what they've done with everything, and I love this world. I love the lore. I'm serious. Um, the second series, uh, you're serious. Uh, the second arc almost ki- uh, killed the. the you anime mean the, the the fairy dance? Yep. Why? We can go uh, on that uh, for the. We'll next talk about episode. that. We'll talk about when we get there. Um, so we'll find out how controversial it is. So that's going to be interesting. Um, I think you guys should watch it. Now let's talk a little bit about. Um, we talked about the characters. Let's talk about Asuna. She's a fantastic female character. I really enjoyed her development throughout the show, throughout the first arc. Um, what are your thoughts on Asuna? I mean, you did say that. You prefer her as a main character, so I'm assuming you like the character of Asuna? I mean... So you liked more, her? She, you she liked was her. more interesting, and uh, she, uh, she was uh, far more interesting, and have someone that is shy, that, and uh, have a character that is shy, not knowing how she uh, would handle things, and then rise up uh, to be... to, to be... Uh, to be more confident and all that, yes, because she ends up more confident when mm-hmm. she rises into power. That's far more interesting than a loner just, oh, I'm leveling, oh, I'm leveling, oh, look at me, I'm roading. That's far more interesting, which is why I, which is why I think she should have been the main character and they could have scrapped Kirito completely. How is it that we're talking about Asuna and you keep going back to destroying Kirito? That's the way these reviews are going to go, right? You're going to keep going, talk about Kirito is useless and why other characters are better. Just want to make sure so I can prepare mentally. I don't know. I'm just talking about... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I like how you see the different aspects of the game and how you meet other players. Like you have the player that's a that's a... That's a, that's a swordsmith with Lisbeth. You have a beast tamer, which is Silica. You have Eagle, which is the, the item shop guy, which 
It's fun that one of your best friends in the game is an item shop guy. He was a cool character. And I he like becomes that dude. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Um, Klein is your best idiot friend. Like we all need a Klein in our party. So I, I really enjoy Klein. I would have liked Kirito to interact more with Klein. But every time he met with Klein, I can get why he got that attitude because he didn't want Klein to get hurt. But <coughs> but yeah. Now let's talk about um let's talk about the big reveal at the end of the series. Of the arc of the Ironcrad arc. So actually before we do that. So you said that the best thing you liked about the game or the, the game. Well, it's a game. It's, it's an anime game about the game. The best thing you like about the anime was the slice of life um, story points. As you know, um, Kirito and Asuna form a small party. They get together. They kind of start um, liking each other, falling in love and whatever. They start working together to clear dungeons. And then... They want to explore other floors together, but she's part of a guild, which everybody knows about MMORPGs. Guilds are a thing. Um, there's guilds also in in freaking in, in Destiny, which is the only MMORPG that I play. Um, they're called clans as opposed to guilds. She's part of the Knights of the Blood Oath, so she's a commander there. They don't want her to. They don't want her to be taken away. So Heathcliff, which is the leader of the Knights of the Blood Oath, challenges Kirito to a duel, which is a very interesting duel, which he loses by tricks. Um, and as he goes on his first training soiree with the Knights of the Blood Oath, he's attacked by PK. PK is a player killer, which in this world, it's a big thing because if you kill a player in Sword Art Online... You're literally murdering the person in real life. So after a brief attack from a player killer, Asuna and Kirito go away. They literally come. Um, they um, they embrace the love that they feel for each other. They end up getting married, which is very interesting because. It, it, it makes you think how how trauma forces people to mature. You know what I mean? Because keep in mind, this is a 15-year-old girl and a 14-year-old kid. What do, the, what do they know about relationships and commitments? Someone might say. But when you talk about the things that they've experienced, it makes sense that they have matured very quickly. Does that make sense? Because they're seeing the world in a more serious lens. So they value each other. They value their relationship. They value other people. They need this time for themselves to live with each other. So they, they buy a house. They, they go into the would show a, I would just show uh, hope they could have shown it more. Because yes. How, how, should, how should I put it? How should I put it? Like I told you before about the, his whole, all the powers and all that. You know what's the biggest problem about that, which comes to, which I think, which is why I think I prefer, uh, prefer their, their relation, also the slice of life interaction. Mm -hmm. You see some form of uh, development between them. You see, uh, 
you see so many changes between them when it comes to the whole, the whole uh, sword art art and uh, his new powers and the whole and everything else that goes on there. There's all tell and there's uh, this uh, saying of show don't tell and it's arguably that's why that um, why me and so many others get so annoyed by it. Because uh, I thought about it throughout when you said it, and while you're absolutely right that it makes sense that he maybe gets stuff like this, this uh, season, what I thought, I thought something through uh, while I thought this season, uh, or should I say this arc, could easily have needed. 10, 15 episodes, and if they show us, showed us what happened, if they let uh, everything read, we, sh- we, sh- we were shown how he got all this power. I have a feeling how he how we in showed his struggles and just go boom, 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 like uh, some hammer on a, a table. Then me and many others thought about the series and thought a feeling about Kirito and Asuna and, and the whole thing whatsoever could have been a total different thing because show don't tell is a big part of storytelling. Uh, sure, you can only tell in uh, the books or something but you, I think you can understand but I think you can understand what I'm saying here. And I think that's why so many, even those that hate Sorda, also uh, has always said, the slice of life is all, has always been the best thing. Because that, that's uh, the part they, they show. That's, uh, they don't just tell. And they have shown their interaction between each other. That's why, as you say, it, it People aren't annoyed with them confessing their love because, but sure, they haven't had that many interactions, but they have had interaction. They have shown their relationship or only it just hasn't been one day and they are in love. You get what I'm saying? Well, let me ask you this How fun is it to see episodes? Of never endless grinding. It all depends on the execution. No, 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 no. Can... But, but, no, no. But think about it. Think about it. Who wants to watch animated episodes of a character by himself grinding? We have a Dragon Ball which uh, grinds out fights for uh, over five to six uh, episodes. No, no. And that's arguably one of the most... Uh, popular animes of all time so no, i don't no. see the I, I know and I, no, and I and i agree that and i agree with that but keep in mind the main drama or draw of sword art is not whether or not people are grinding it's not about preparing for a battle it's about surviving yeah but that's uh, the, that, well that's the that, thing you that's the yeah. drama so yeah i it, agree but they but in order to have drama you need to, uh, to have the audience or readers cares about the character, and uh, and if you care, uh, made them care about the characters, which 
Yeah. No, and, and I, and I agree with you. Show, don't tell. That would and create it, tension in it of itself. No, you could have a, 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 a boss of the week if you so want. Monster of the week. It would make sense in that. In that. Uh, no, in that and, and surrounding. I, and again, and again, and I agree with you. But, but, but the thing that 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 I don't agree with is the fact that. The idea is to explore the world as a whole. If the main complaint is that we can't understand why this character is so overpowered, it's because not about we, the, because we it's can't. It's not un- about don't understand. It's about you should uh, now you know he has that. Now you can, uh, we can use. Oh, he has that all of a sudden. All of that sudden. We want to see that character grow. We want to see. We don't just want to be told that he has. Well, but, but that's the thing, though. What you see the character grow in is in, in you see that character grow not in his power. You see him grow in his interaction with others. That's where his growth. That. That's I where his growth. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. The only thing that they have make it having grows shows growth personality wise it's his interaction with the asana which is by people it even that those that hate it says that the slice no, of life that, and sees the, the best parts no, because... no, but that's but that's the thing isaac the first person that he opens up with is with asana that's why you don't see anything before yeah before he gets with asana you see all the reasons why he becomes a shut-in why he keeps himself away because he thinks, he believes, he's convinced that he's getting people killed. That's why he's keeping himself tucked away in a room, being the same boring person. Yeah. And it's yeah, not till he gets can... with it's not till he gets with Asuna, someone that's close to his level, someone that is willing to protect him because he cares, because she cares for him, that he starts yeah. opening up and then he develops. Yeah. But then you why is that bad stuff. storytelling? When they've been telling you for ten episodes how then he you, has gotten to this way, then they could have started his interaction with her earlier, so we could have seen the, well, the characters that's the thing. involved. But have that, them spar with each other. No, but that and I get that. But you know why they didn't do that? Because they needed time to go by between the. The younger Asuna and leader Asuna. They needed time to give that Asuna character to develop. No, no, I get it. But but they, they decided to wait till Asuna was at that high level before they got interacting with each other again. And then and they focus on him and showing his interaction with other people. So what they did was is his character development. They showed it in stages. The first couple of episodes, it's him interacting with other people and explaining why he makes the decision to be a solo player, which is a big deal because everybody, everybody is surviving in groups. He is the only one that's becoming solo. And the only one and the only reason he's being solo is because he doesn't want to get people killed because he thinks that he keeps getting people killed with his bad decisions. That's why. It's not till he meets Asuna, someone who's willing to fight for him, that he comes out of that bubble and says, 
okay, I can do this. Even though at the end he still becomes the idiot that gets himself killed to protect Asuna and Asuna gives his life for him, which what happens at the very end, he didn't necessarily break. But it wasn't until he meets Asuna that you see the development that people have been craving for. But they have explained why he is how he is. Um, that's the p- problem. Show don't, don't tell. No, no, no. But they, but they, but that's the thing. So the problem is that they're showing and not telling, because Show. they are showing. No, I don't. I, I wouldn't say that they are doing that. I would argue that they don't. Okay. That. It, well, the thing is that I can see it because, for example, because the whole thing with the Cat Guild, it, that whole thing happens. The whole thing with them discovering the murder. Because keep in mind, the, 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 distance, the distance between him being on his own, beating the first boss, and getting back together with Asuna. Isaac, it's only three episodes where you don't see Asuna. Actually, correction. You only don't see Asuna for two episodes. It's not really a long time. And as soon as you see Asuna on episode 5, you start seeing his character development with her. And then it reaches its peak when they go into that house, into the slice of life. Again, you don't have to agree, and it's totally fine. But I think a lot of people are missing that that just the, the the way this character develops or the way his pers- per- personality is explored, it's different than other characters. Because you come to expect, you come, to, it's not every show that you have a main character that is a real life loner. That you can, without him being witty or quirky or whatever, he's literally just a loner, period. A quiet, shy loner. Done. That's it. He's not an he's not treated as an anime character. He's treating that he's treated as an actual person. <clears throat> Which is another thing that I love about the show. Because most of the times when you see the different characters of this series, you can see the difference between the people that are playing a persona and the people that are acting like real people. Which is why the group of people that Kirito surrounds himself with is very particular. Because none of them act like fake video game characters. They all act like real people. Which is, to me, one of the big draws of the show. If you come to this show expecting an anime character that's charming, that's interesting, it's not necessarily the case because they're trying to make this as down-to-earth, grounded, real as possible. Like, this is one of the few animes where they're making it a point where, hey, the virtual world is not real. The real world is there. There is a real world where there's people, wars, guns, all that. There's a real world. This is a fake world. It just happens that because they're stuck in the fake world, the real world invades. That's how I feel. I may be wrong. I may catch a lot of hate. But that's how I feel, Isaac. <laughs> this has been an interesting discussion. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Now, to be fair, 
How did you like the reveal that Heathcliff was Akahiko Kaiba? So that's coming a mile away. The fact that he could do that, I mean, okay, he's the creator. I like how they explained it through the whole thing with Yui. I like I like that I like that description. That was pretty cool. Immortal object. Yes. So that was pretty cool. Because because we in a game where there is no magic and he could just suddenly make him uh, freeze like that. Yeah, right. it was uh, it it was uh, it wasn't even uh, ooh who could it be. It was right. Just... Yep. I agree with you 100%. I just liked that we discovered it or realized it with Kirito. That Kirito just went, you know what? This makes perfect sense. So, which, which is another thing. The only reason why Kirito is thinking this way is because, remember, everybody thinks that they're stuck in this world. Kirito is living in this world, but he knows that there is he is one of the few people in this virtual world that that pretty much is able to make that clear distinction that even though this I'm living my life here, I am in a virtual world. There is another re- reality that plays into what that's why he's the only one that talks about things in technical terms a lot of times because He's able to live outside the bubble that everybody's lived in because everybody feels trapped. He knows he's he's not going to stay trapped. He wants to get out. He he has the idea of the world and real world, of the virtual world and real world separate things and all that stuff. So this is very interesting. It's very interesting. So I think I think we've ended. I think it's a good point to end the discussion. Um, this was a very heated argument of sort of online. Um, you guys have heard very clearly how Isaac feels. Um, you've heard how I felt of the first arc of Sword Art Online. You kind of got a glimpse of what we feel about the show in general. Um, so I think it's best to save. Let's let's save the rating system. Give it a rating after we finish series one. Sounds fair. Yeah, sure. Um, the next episode that's going to come out after this one is going to be episode five. Which is going to cover the last ten episodes of the first series of Sword Art Online, which is the Fairy Dance arc, which treats with Alfheim Online and fairies and magic. Um, but that's been our discussion of Sword Art Online. Very heated, very divisive, but very fun, and I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, Isaac, where can people find you, brother? People will find me at Emblemaniac on Twitter, which is uh, with Emblemaniac with a C. And uh, I'm uh, trying to keep in touch with uh, Instagram, but I barely used it. So hope and I hopefully can continue with it. I'm just forgetting about it. It's uh, let me see here. I'm checking my phone. Uh, Mbmaniac92, and we also have a for Amateur Taco, so then we have uh, the Amateur Taco. Uh, there's also uh, we have also uh, 
started. But also on Instagram that I'm trying to kick off. But what about you? Where can we find you? So you can find you can find me on Twitter at the Scarlet Fan Fifty Two, um, where I randomly put tweets and talk about all the cool stuff that's happening. Um, and I look forward to seeing you guys. And you can, if you guys have any anime, um, anime shows, series, movies that you guys want us to cover, please let us know. Send us a tweet or a DM to our Amateur Otaku Pod on Twitter. Or an email to amateurotakurtf at gmail.com. Um, this is the Amateur Otaku. We started talking sword art. It got heavy. It got fiery. We got more sword art to come. And go watch the show. Give it a chance. If you hate it like Isaac, let us know why you hate it. If you love it like I do, let me know why you love it. And let's become friends. So, take care, guys. From the Amateur Otaku to you. Peace. Peace. Peace.